woke up after a nice long sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, nice. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that right in our face. No, no. To be honest, uh, I mean, got to bed like three hours late because we have a, a baby in the house. So, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not right there with you, but uh, you know, I'm tired enough. So. Nice. Congrats. Oh, c congrats, man. Holy shit. How, uh, how old? Uh, he's he's uh, 10 months now. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, num number four. Wow. Wow. We have a plead dad over here. Let's go. <laughs> I love to see it, man. Yo, this is amazing. So, Sir Sleepy, are you sleepy? <laughs> I'm very sleepy. <laughs> Not going to lie. I joke yet. The, the spaces. So, okay. This is my first space or uh or a nest or clubhouse or anything i've never done <laughs> any of these things so uh wow thanks for honored me. yeah yeah this uh, is uh wow it's been awesome so far i've just like jumped in when i have a chance and last night i uh jumped in and someone was talking about uh renegade butcher was talking about joel salatin who's like basically my spirit animal and um and then like turned it off and then got back on. And then Derek was talking about asking for girls uh, five pictures. Uh, so <laughs> I, I can't imagine what it was like starting at like 11 p.m. forward. But oh, man, the diversity of um, these panels. It's it's incredible to see. And they actually stayed on for like the next three hours, I think. Oh, my God. They gosh. took over multiple panels. That's awesome. So you're gonna see that in the recordings. You're gonna hear that in the recordings. It's it's, it's crazy. It got crazy after that time. We have to listen to 24 hours of recordings. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine who would actually sit there and just replay this whole thing? Nostrika was enough. I mean, that was probably like 20 or 25 hours, right? Oh, so much content to consume. I, I, I totally skipped the open source stage. Okay, so I didn't go to Nostrica because I don't have I don't have a passport that's uh, unexpired right now. Um, so I had to watch it on YouTube. But uh, yeah, I totally skipped the the open source stage and just listened to the. Uh, uh, wait, no, I skipped the workshop stage and just listened to the open source stage, and yeah, that was like, that was like three or four seven hour videos, something like that. Uh, looks super fun though. Definitely yeah. hope to make it to to uh, wherever the next one is. What Japan is that? Where Japan. we're going? That's that's cool. where it's at. Yeah, I think, Japan. Yeah. Japan seems awesome though. Bro, oh my god! I've always I, I've dreamed of going to Japan all my life. I think because I'm a huge uh, fucking nerd and I'm an anime fan. Uh, oh, yeah. So you know, uh, how can you not? How can you not? Um, also, if you ever like, if you ever played Nintendo games uh, as a kid, you should. You should yeah. definitely want to go. Oh yeah, definitely played the uh, you know original Super Nintendo and sixty four stuff. Grew up with that. So there you go. You see, that's but yeah. Are you coming by any chance to uh, Miami? Uh, I am, yeah. Conference? yeah, I've also oh, never been to a Bitcoin conference. I've barely even been to a tech conference. So yeah, I just I don't really get out very much. <laughs> but, it's uh, all good. Same thing over yeah. here. I'm coming to the Bitcoin conference exclusively to hang out with Noster people. That is that is the reason. You know, I'm obviously I'm a Bitcoiner too, but um, I'm I'm not even like hardly excited about the Bitcoin part. The Noster part is where it's at. 
Hell yeah, I couldn't agree more. So you definitely have your um, karaoke ticket then. Oh yeah, I do. That's, That's another cool. thing I've never done. I've never done karaoke. <laughs> Me, neither. Me neither. I've sung in like choirs and stuff, but uh, I don't know. What I'm kind of thinking is I'll I'll go and I won't know any of the music, and then I'll just like sing like some William Billings or something like that, and uh, let's go. You know, stand out. That's you. You have something in common with my uh, with my co-host. My co-host is uh is in a is in a choir group. I think it's, is it a group or is it a? He's actually on national TV. Believe it or not, in a competition, um, oh. where he lives. Uh, singing is like it's part of their heritage, and uh, yeah, they they have a long history of singing, um, and I'm very proud of him for doing that and sticking to it. Do we do we know where Tenel is from, or uh, is that is that privileged Um, I'll give you Northern Europe. I think that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm part of a choir. There's like 50 people in it, and 50, 50 men. Yeah. So, and there's like, I think the first quarterfinal of the show is on maybe today or tomorrow. But unfortunately, didn't get to record as I was sick during that time. But next Friday we are on the semifinal ends. Back on back on national TV, so it's gonna be absolutely amazing. I wish I could be there for the karaoke. It could be amazing. Yeah, I I have no idea. I'm sure, uh, like Derek. Derek is the one who organized it, right? Yeah, Derek UTXO, um, Avi, I think as well. Yeah, so you know it's gonna be good. Yep, yep. There's no denying that. There's no denying that. They they've they've got this down packed. Um, I'm super excited for that as well. And and now that you mentioned that you're also into um, that you were also into like Nintendo 64, uh, we were planning. You know Island, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So Island Island might be having a get together um, for you know some nostalgists to play some old school games. Oh, nice! That sounds amazing. Right? That's fucking lit. So we might do that as well. Got a. Cool. Yeah, we got to set that up. Yeah, every so often, one of my friends goes and finds a nin- old Nintendo and and buys it, and then we play it for a while, and then he loses it or whatever. <laughs> you got to do it. Those old games are getting harder and harder to get a hold of. You know, like oh, yeah. I, I grew up mostly playing like Windows PC games, um, and uh, they're they're impossible to install on like on anything anymore you know all the drivers are for th- uh, direct 3d and all that stuff are completely completely messed up i i you know obviously i'm a dev but i'm not technical enough to make windows work so i'm dead <laughs> yo these are shots especially at me i'm a windows user <laughs> yeah i used to be but uh you know i've repented so <laughs> actually my, my dad used to work at microsoft uh, so he, my dad helped write NT. Um, yeah. So I've got a lot of Windows heritage, but I, I talked to him and he's like, yeah, Windows is pretty crappy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like every time somebody sees my laptop, they always like, oh, you're running Linux? Because it's a ThinkPad. And yeah. they always, like, they all assume, oh, it's Linux. No, I'm a fucking regular ass plebe. I'm, I'm running Windows. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, I was at, uh, I got a grant to work on Coracle for a while and that just ran out yesterday, but I'm down in Austin with a bunch of uh, open source, like cypherpunk nerds kind of. Um, 
and uh, and I, I use a MacBook, and uh, I didn't exactly get like dirty looks, but people definitely dished on Mac while I was in the room. Damn, uh, it's funny. I don't mind. I agree, but uh, <laughs> do what you got to do. Facts, facts. No, especially uh, what 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 is it that you like about Mac? Uh, specifically, like if if you know if you're able to tell us uh, compared to like uh, another machine. Yeah, well, Mac works. Uh, that's that's what I like. I I don't really like anything else about Mac. Uh, I I don't use an iPhone. I think the design for iPhones doesn't make any sense. Um, I think Macs like window management and uh, you know like settings panels and all that stuff. They're kind of pretty, but I I just don't think I don't I don't like them. I don't so I don't like Mac. I only use it because Windows is slow and the command line is awful and uh and linux every time every time i buy a new computer i buy a linux computer and or like a windows computer so i got a dell xps 13 last time and tried to set linux up and uh you know how it is you you wake up like 30 hours later covered in sweat trying to sign your kernel and uh yeah i i got that far and then i i returned the computer and bought a macbook instead <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> All right, so that's out of the way. Uh, yeah, Mac definitely works. Not gonna lie, like the only reason why I'm not using my uh my MacBook is because the screen broke, and basically it's way too much fucking money for a screen. Not gonna lie, I could uh I'd rather it was it was enough to actually like put up some more money down and replace it uh replace the whole thing with a different laptop. So <laughs> that's where I'm at currently. Yeah, I've been there. I have a 2012 MacBook, and uh, I I now have a 21 that I use for work and stuff. But the 2012 is is still just kind of taking along. I bought a new computer because because the screen broke. But then I found a screen online on eBay for like eighty dollars and Holy replaced shit. it. So yeah, they they keep going. It's nice. Not bad. I had to meet myself to cough. Um, <laughs> but um. Okay, so I want to give a background, a brief background real quick, whenever, um, to the audience members that might not know who you are. Yeah, yeah. So I, let's see. So I, I write the Coracle Nostra client. Um, I uh, just like kind of my life history is I live in Idaho and um, it's nice there. And uh, I got into Bitcoin in 2020 about the same time that I started looking into decentralized social media. The two weren't really connected. It was just um, sort of a coincidence. Uh, you know, it was around the election, uh, of course. Um, and so I was like, I, I quit Facebook in 2017, um, but I didn't quit Twitter. And I realized that, well, I didn't really expect Twitter to censor. And then they started doing that. And uh, so I looked around and I found Scuttlebutt and um that was neat but it wasn't really like a solution um that scales so i just didn't do anything about it and i kind of shrugged and said i hope someone else solves the problem and a year later no one had so at the beginning of 2022 i started writing a uh protocol called blaze point you can find it on github and it's really pretty similar to noster it's more focused on social media um so it's a little bit more fully specified uh also you know over http and stuff so some slight differences <clears throat> and it was more 
focused on what I wanted to solve. Um, so two weeks later, I discovered Noster, and I tried to convince Fiat Jaff uh, to use my protocol instead. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, and I kept like working on my protocol. And then in October, I, I was finally like, well, I guess it turns out that writing a protocol for de decentralized social media yourself, like by yourself, is not only hard, but also kind of pointless. So I just switched over to working on Noster instead. And uh, over Thanksgiving break, since I had the week off, um, I just uh, kind of pounded out the first version of Coracle. And I wasn't going to share it with anyone, but um, but Fiat Jeff or uh, Leonardo, uh, I'm not sure which one, found it on GitHub and told Fiat Jeff. And then they were like, you should share it. And so I did. Um, and then a couple weeks later, Jack Dorsey tweeted about Noster and it was very exciting because uh, I don't, like I said, I don't get out. So Jack Dorsey followed me and tweeted, retweeted my stuff and that was exciting. And then um, in December, I applied for a grant with Futo in Austin and uh, drove my whole family, my wife and four kids down to Austin in February and uh, just finished that up yesterday. So after this nest, I'm uh, at eight o'clock central time. I'm going to hop in the car and we're going to start driving up uh, back up to Idaho. So that's me. That's incredible. Oh, wow. Uh, I have I have a ton of questions about Coracle, to be honest, because uh, I'm fairly new to it. Um, I found it uh, through Derek. Derek introduced me to it when he was a... Uh, he was actually explaining the list to me and this seemed to be the, like the only client that um had lists that he liked um interacting with nice. so uh i i just wanted to know more about list overall because i don't know enough and one of the things that i kept on like that i was like you know that I, was actually answered here uh i think betty berisha was the one that answered it because i was asking him hey how do i even like find the list that i've been curating because uh, i keep adding people to this list but like on this client i can't find anywhere that says list and i can find the whole list um, so they actually told me about this other site called lister lol yeah i found Lister yesterday lister is awesome yeah like so uh, yeah so my goal with lists was actually custom feeds so kind of kind of advancing the whole give give the user control over their algorithm and um, allow people to have different views into Noster. And really like the main thing that I wanted to accomplish was uh, helping people navigate relays, um, which is kind of <clears throat> tricky. It's kind of an abstract problem right now because relays mostly have the same data on them. There's not really like, there's not a lot of cultural cohesion or topical cohesion on an, any given relay. And maybe there are. And if anyone has any like favorite relays that uh, that are sort of group-like, let me know, because I, I would like to see something like that um, in, in practice. I kind of hope that that's where relays end up eventually, rather than kind of replicating all the data across all the relays, which seems to be the de facto standard right now. So. The goal with lists was really to allow people to, um, you know, like open up a relay and see the global feed on it. And then if it's the kind of thing they want, they can add that to a list. 
And then you have a list with just a relay and there's a custom view that you can add to your feed. And then, you know, you can also filter it by hub key or by topic. So it is, it ended up being like a really uh, traditional just lists feature, but the relays dimension is what's really interesting to me. Yeah. Now that you mention it, um, actually, uh, we had Mazin and Katie on, uh, for our first hour of this. Yeah. Yeah. And they spoke about some super, super interesting things, especially uh, making something like uh, um, I'm trying to remember what the name is of the social media where content creators are valued. Do you remember that name of the social media channel uh, that they compared it to? Um, it's all right. Well, it's this social media where like it has tiers for. Um, for, for them to like uh, subscribe to you, to your content. Um, I have it right at the tip of my tongue. It's like a super popular site. Not Patreon. Patreon, yes. Yeah. So yeah. something like Patreon uh, for specific uh, content creators, like, you know, like um, that do niche stuff. Like, let's say if it's OnlyFans, right? Uh, specific to them. And what you just said, like, kind of reminded me of that. Like, uh, uh, like a content, uh, like a content specific really that doesn't have any double... Um, events of any kind is just specifically reading and writing for these people that are subscribed to it. And like, um, maybe you have the, you know, the read one, I mean the right one, uh, but then you have to like subscribe for the read one as well. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's pretty interesting. And then you can have list of the content creators on that really, um, I don't know. It's super cool. Yeah. Mazen has a lot of good ideas. I've chatted with him a little bit lately. I think he has a really good vision for where, where relays should go. Relays are such a cool primitive, and I don't think everyone, I don't think anyone has fully thought through, you know, people, this is like a truism in Noster. Everyone's like, I don't think anyone understands what Noster is. Uh, and I think that's totally right. Relays are, are just like a WebSocket connection with a bunch of events. So you could do really weird things where you could create a relay that does content recommendations and creates and self-signs events um, using some new kind uh, lazily, right? So you connect to the relay, it doesn't have a database, and you just ask, like, recommend me some content, and then it signs some, some event that says, I'm a relay and I recommend this kind one content, and delivers that to you, and then you load up the kind one, uh, or, or, or something like that. I guess that's, that's more complicated than it needs to be. But you know, you can have relays that serve whatever kind of weird uh, proprietary stuff they want, whether it's content recommendations or just like kind of grouping uh, grouping some some other set of pub keys stuff or like and filtering them out. So like maybe, you know, it would have all of my uh, notes, but not the replies or something like that. And so you get like a higher signal relay. Anyway, I think of relays as like potentially being a tool for publishers to, to be like, here's a magazine or like, you know, like a zine or the indie zine kind of things. And, um, and then you just subscribe to that relay and you look at its global feed and there you go. Like you get all the, the issues of that magazine uh, loaded up as kind one or as long form content or whatever it might be. Um, yeah, I, I think there's a ton of potential and I, don't really know exactly what that's going to look like. Yeah, one of the things that they said was uh, the ability to search a relay, like to search within a relay. 
um that sounded super interesting uh, especially with like all the different parameters that they had all thought up already um it's it's interesting that that's like uh i don't know it's just that's really interesting to me um it, it kind of reminded me of um like a search engine in a way um i don't know it's it's interesting yeah i know there are some that support search i think i think nostra.wine supports search i have it integrated in in uh in coracle if you go to the search page and you type in a query it'll attempt to send a search query along uh, a lot of relays will uh, reject it, um, but the ones that support it uh, will allow you to actually search search profiles, um, which is uh, it's a big difference. Like before, before I added that last week, um, it would only search profiles that had already been loaded uh, by Coracle, and so you know if you were looking for a particular person, you couldn't find them unless you scanned their QR code or something like that. So the search improved the the user experience by like probably more than anything else yeah this, just... is, this is a problem that i believe all clients currently have um and crazy how it's just uh you know doing it's just the re the relay at the end of the day um being able to utilize it correctly so uh buying test can you explain a little bit of how how was it exactly that you were able to do it like um and does it does it actually like uh because yeah i had the same problem where i don't if i don't follow that person I've never loaded their profile. They're not going to show up when I search them. Um, yeah. I have to, like search their MPUB. So, yeah. Yeah. And of course, um, you know, search isn't a perfect solution either because maybe the relays that you're connected to don't have the profile you're, you're looking for. So I, you know, Mike, Mike Dilger, Dilger has talked about this a little bit as far as like, we should probably be replicating kind zero and uh, NIP 65. Uh, stuff more aggressively. So so most relays would have everyone's profiles, so it's all searchable. And then once you find someone, then you can then you can like start navigating the network to find them. But yeah, as far as how I did it, I, I don't know which NIP it is. Um, but there's uh there's one that just defines an extra search key on a on a rec. Um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see it on the NIPS page, but yeah, it's in there somewhere and you just say search and then you give it a string and, uh, the relay can ignore it or, um, or actually apply the search to your query. Um, but yeah, like search is really hard to do well. You can, you can add it to your Postgres database or whatever. Um, and Postgres has some full text support. But it's not super, I mean, it's enough, but it's not super enterprise level. So eventually you'll need like a Elasticsearch cluster or something like that in order to really fulfill search queries. And then of course you, you might want structured queries. So um, right now search is just kind of the bare minimum. Um, and I don't know if more features should be added to the official version of search or if search should be implemented by like third party indexing things. Um, I have opinions about extensions too, but uh, I've, I've written on about that on my blog. Where, uh, if you, if you want to plug that in, uh, now's the perfect time to plug it. Yeah. It's just at blog.coracle.social. Um, it loads kind of slow because the blog is, is run on Noster. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's why it might be my hosting provider, but, um, it uses the end blog by, uh, let's see, I'm going to plug 
uh, Jacaney. I'm, I'm not sure if I got his name right, but um, yeah, it's it's a cool cool like proof of concept blog blog engine that runs based on the uh, what 348 uh, or 30,048 long form content uh, kind. So my entire blog is on Habla or Abla as well. Oh, that's dope. I think it's cool. Yeah. I fucking love Abla. It took me less time to set up my blog on Nostra than it did to set up my blog on Pelican, which is a Python static blogging thing. Damn. Nostra is just so awesome. That's incredible. Every day, every day, I, I like I literally see something new and shiny and beautiful come out. And I love how everybody's attention just like uh, automatically it's it's drop everything else and just go full on, like full throttle on this because now's the time. <laughs> yeah, I used to have a lot of FOMO about that and I still kind of do, but I have like FOMO calluses now because every day it's like, oh, there's something else to feel like you're missing out on. And yeah. when I look at what I want to spend my time on, it's like, do I want to start a new project or do I want to make all the things that are wrong with Coracle better uh, and add features to Coracle. And it's always like, well, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Um, but it feels like I, you know, I've only made one product. Uh, I think it's pretty, pretty like pretty full featured. Um, but, uh, but meanwhile, Pablo is out there like pounding out uh, something new every six hours or something like that. Yeah, it's down to like almost every six minutes now. So yeah, <laughs> it's the it's the Nostra time warp. Uh, you know, like what what it's been like five months since since uh, Nostra blew up, and it feels like it's been five years, ten years. It's, it's it, it mean, really does. It really it's does. Of uh, all the all the developers. Like, do you, do you know how many developers there are? My impression is like maybe like one or 200 active developers, but it's super hard to say whether it's more or less. It's, I, I have, actually, I have no idea. I've seen that there's lists around um, when it comes down to guides on who to follow. There's a whole dev list, which is amazing because um, you guys are, you guys are the rock stars here. Um and no, I have no idea to be honest. But two hundred active developers seems like a like a really good um, number for it. I, I believe we have how how many is it that year? Because uh, there's I forgot what was primal primal.net tells you like how many active npubs there are, right? But um, it's not a good uh, it's not a good read, right? Since it's only like uh, based on if they've published one node and have one follower or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Primal says there's 27 million public keys, which I don't believe that. Yeah, so, there's no way. Uh, it says 478,000 users. Yeah. I think that's probably a little high too. Uh, yeah, that's a little high. I, I, I'd cut that in half maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the stats I've been going off of on Nostra.band, I don't know how they calculate their their uh like high quality pub key but it's like eighteen thousand weekly active users which i i think that makes a lot more sense um actually that feels a little bit low to me so i don't know who knows damn i should have asked them um we had them here not oh yeah me. yeah i really wish i would have asked them um he's he's bro oh my god the work that he's doing right now 
uh, when Nasr the Alban is top notch. I What's fucking doing? love it. Um, every no. day, every day that I look on here, there's a whole bunch of new updates now that you could actually log in and oh, you nice. can do a whole bunch of new, uh, new cool stuff. Like he he posted about like all those new updates. I believe he posted about them yesterday, um, and we talked about a couple of them today. Um, Ethan, if we also had Ethan on, and he was super excited to to speak to um, to him. Um, it was it was a super 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 interesting conversation. Um, some of the techie talk um, got over my head, like just because I just didn't understand it. Um, but overall, um, it sounds like it sounds like he's just keeps on doing the right things and making the right you know um, cool things. Like uh, I I'm interested in the RSS fees and the API. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where you can just like create an RSS feed, uh, or you create a pub key based on an RSS feed or something like that. Uh, you could even create an RSS feed based on a hashtag. Oh, nice. Yeah, and have that whole hashtag uh, on a site if you like. If you just want it to be like, uh, this is something I was gonna tell. Um, I was gonna tell Walker. Walker, you could just grab that um, RSS feed from Flister and put it on the site. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what would be cool is if these RSS feeds also published to a, a public key or like a virtual relay like Wine has. Oh, yeah. Then you, you would not only have an RSS feed, but you would also have uh, a custom feed within Noster that you could subscribe to. That is true. Holy shit. I, I had this idea a while ago about oracles, um, and it's kind of like come up in a bunch of different ways, but... Uh, it would be cool to be able to make oracles really easily, um, you know, based on whatever, like a temp, like a thermometer in my garden or something like that. But also, you know, uh, isn't there a tool somewhere that lets you put in an RSS feed and then integrate it with Noster? I can't remember. Um, let me, I think I know what you're talking about, but let me just check my uh, bookmarks real quick. I gave up on bookmarking stuff on Noster. I have a text file with like 50 or 100 links and uh, I just got tired of maintaining it. So I just try to remember everything. But of course, the naming conventions on Noster are impossible to follow. So I always forget forget what I'm looking for. Yeah, I don't remember the name that, that, it's get, that it has. So I can't even fucking like find it correctly. It's not... I tried looking for anything that said RSS, but no, I couldn't find it. I guess I yeah, did. Don't, don't search for NOS because that matches everything. <laughs> I, I get the feeling sometimes that people don't realize Coracle is on Noster um, because it's not called Nostercle or something. Le- yeah, that's so true. I should rename it to Nostercle. <laughs> Holy shit! And who's who's uh? Cause you're you do the the back end, correct? Uh, there I do everything on Coracle. There's not really a back end. Really? There's there's like a little server. There's two little servers that are kind of helpers, but they're totally optional. You can they're meant to be self-hostable pretty easily. So if you go to the settings, you can change change which servers you're connected to. Um, and then I anonymize all the data that I send to my usage endpoint. So if you if you configure those uh, those links, then I don't even know you're using Coracle. Wow! Holy shit! But uh, yeah, so I don't collect IPs or anything like that. 
Um, I'm not like a huge privacy uh, like nerd. Um, I just know that lots of people value it and I value it too. So I tried to make it easy uh, or just, just avoid violating privacy accidentally, right? Um, but uh, yeah, one of them is uh, DuffelPud is just a little server that helps me do integrated image uploads and link previews. And then um, Multiplexter is, uh, it allows you to um, kind of uh, filter all your uh, WebSocket connections through a server. And, um, and so the server deduplicates events for you. So it can reduce bandwidth by a lot. Um, and uh, it's, um, I don't know, it, it, it increases latency a little bit, but also reduces load on the, on the client when you're using it. So as far as performance, it probably is kind of just a wash. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, you have to, you, you have to verify fewer signatures when you're using multiplexer. So um, it, it helps with battery life and, and uh, data uh, like bandwidth. So that's, that's the only elements. everything else is client side. And um, that, that was kind of a goal of Coracle too, is to build something that uh, if at all possible, doesn't, doesn't contribute to the centralization of Nostr at all. Um, so there's no service that anyone relies on. And actually, I've also been working on making Coracle uh, itself self-hostable. So uh, just this week, I released an update that lets you uh, kind of white label Coracle. So you can choose um, your color scheme and add like a logo image and change the name of the app. And then you can just put it on your own domain and um, now, now you have a, and there's also a way to hard code which relays it connects to. So you can create a, a private social network on, uh, on the Nostra protocol now. That's incredible. I'm actually on the GitHub right now, I believe. Uh, Coracle, no, I'm on the wrong one. I'm on Coracle Duffel Pud. Oh yeah, that's the little helper server. There's not much there. Yeah, I don't, I was looking at contributors and stuff like that. I see Jumpstab, I see Kirin. Yeah, um, stop. that's me. I, I tried to be anonymous with Nostr at first, but I doxed myself really quickly. <laughs> nice, because <laughs> of the GitHub? Yeah, it was mostly, I think it was mostly the GitHub. I, I set up a different GitHub, and I uh, set up a different SSH key on my computer and stuff, um, but then I forgot to use it, and so I committed using my regular account. <laughs> oh, man. Don't worry, I also doxed myself the other day. Uh, when I when I posted uh, the stats of how long, uh, uh, how much I've been using my phone. Oh yeah, and, yeah. I didn't know that they that they literally had your name right there and then. Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. No one. No one except the FBI cares. So. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Literally. Uh, so the the other contributor uh here is actually is that actually kieran right here that we have on this on the on the audience uh from snort or is it a different kieran uh oh it did uh did kieran have a let's see i don't get a lot of uh pull requests but i think i i vaguely remember that let me see let me look at more contributors I'm going to the insights page, but I probably shouldn't be there. Oh, look, Fiat Jav. 
Oh yeah, I guess I guess Kieran does have a pull request on Duffelpud. I can't remember what which one that was, but oh, that's dope. That's very dope. He he was yeah. That's so oh, he he added the Docker build. Oh, nice. You can go. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Uh, do you mind uh, if we open it up uh, to like a live Q&A so the audience could uh, ask you questions? No, go for it. That's great. Awesome. Guys, uh, audience, uh, if you have any questions for Hotabod, uh, please raise your hand and we'll bring you right up. We'll give you some time. But I see that we have, we still have, oh, Ethan. He must have gone to sleep and woken up again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw Pablo in here. Uh, he must have left for a little bit. Oh, yeah. He, get back. <laughs> he actually heard what, uh, what we had said and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, not everybody don't, you know, everybody don't raise your hand at once. Come on now. I think we have Aaron. Um, do you have your hand up? Because you've had it up for like the longest. So I don't know if it was a mistake or not. Aaron, you're up on stage, brother. If you have any questions for Hotabod, now's the time. Nah, I think he had his hand up by mistake. All right. AFK. <laughs> uh, well, he raised his hand again. And, oh, we have Cher Sherry as well. Hello, Sherry. How are you? Hi. Hey, Sherry. Hi. Hello. Uh, I think because I just joined, so probably uh, like you guys already talked about it, so I'm just going to ask it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So like, are you still like working on Coracle full-time? I, I was working on Coracle full time until yesterday. Uh, to, so this week I, I uh, haven't figured out how I can work full time on Coracle yet. So I'm going back to my normal job and I'm probably gonna do that for another month and then quit at the end of May. Um, and I don't have anything figured out for the end of May. So hopefully I can figure something out by then. I've, I've been talking to VCs um, and I, I might do, see if I can charge for Coracle or do crowdfunding or work with someone else or something. Uh, I really wanna work full-time on it um, or, or just on Noster in general. I think Noster is super important, super cool. And um, like I've heard Pablo and uh, G Sovereignty in their podcast recently say the same thing. They just can't think about anything else. <laughs> I, I can't think about anything else. I just am always thinking about Noster and I have way more ideas than I can ever put together. So yeah, it's just like, I have to, I have to keep working on it. So yeah, I'll be kind of like in maintenance mode for the next month or so, but, uh, but yeah, Coracle is not going to go away. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Because I asked this question because I, I think it's you, I cannot remember clearly, like, in the Nostrovia, you said you're gonna work on Caracol like four times for three months, right? And yeah. you've got some yeah. funding, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's almost the time to decide. I just yeah. suddenly remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got a grant from FUTO. They're they're a cool little organization in Austin, Texas. Uh, so they they gave that to me from 
uh, from February through through April. So, um, yeah, that just ran out. Did you figure out any like pro profit model, business model around Nasta, or like in general? I have a or lot of ideas, support? but the problem is I don't think there are enough users to sustain a lot of businesses right now. Um, you know, there's 18,000 weekly active users. So if you wanted to make $100,000 a year, let's say, um, then you'd have to make 8,300 a month. And so with 18,000 weekly active users, you'd have to charge each of them 50 cents a month, which is uh, not impossible, but there's so many different people and products in the space. I feel like if all of them became profitable, uh, or even if 10 of them became profitable, um, it would be, it would become really expensive for users. Like zaps, zaps feel like a, such a high volume thing right now. And in some ways they are because it's value for value and people are being generous with that. But, um, it's not really enough to sustain a lot of real development. So, yeah, I don't know what the answer to that is there. There's lots of, ideas I have for for making a profitable business um, after Noster scales. But um, but right now, I feel like people have to basically build products on Noster in a way that you can get non-Noster users to use your product. So that's kind of why one reason I've been working on the white labeling stuff for Coracle, where you can deploy your own instance, because then maybe I can find a way to sell private social networks to um to like organizations and businesses and then at some point in the future i can say oh you know it's also interoperable with noster and uh now noster is a big thing so do you want to just connect your private social network to the to the wider network um and so i can sort of compete with slack uh in a in some kind of niche um and then down the road kind of use it as an onboarding tool for 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 Noster, um, I don't know. I don't know if that would work, but that's kind of the only idea I can think of that doesn't require more adoption. Does that does that make sense? I'm curious what what people's thoughts are on that because um, I know people are trying to make business models work. I just don't know to what extent uh, you know Snort is actually paying everyone's bills and stuff like that. So there's a, um, I believe uh, there's a couple ideas out there. Um, different clients doing the subscription models uh, and maybe paywalls. I, I believe I spoke to Kieran about that exact same thing um, because he's, you know, he relates to this. Like, I, I believe all, well, not all, there's like two that are pretty good right now. Well, no, I'm pretty sure all of them, all of them are not like profitable at the very moment um unless you have like a big grant that was given to you by you know someone whatever so point is like yeah devs right now client devs are not being paid what they're you know what they're due for um their work so yeah making these things like uh paywalls for certain things and like allowing like that to be a feature and then you know charging a fee for it um and also like you know creating a subscription model where you you know you have certain features that are premium uh for the user uh being given to them if they subscribe for a certain price a month 
Um, I think these are all models that are like, you know, uh, that should work um, in, you know, in a, they should work. And I believe that they, they could, uh, especially with what you said, like, you know, with our user base growing um, at, a spending, at a exponential uh, rate, especially if we, uh, if we cater to the kind of um, creators that will uh, shed light on our, you know, on this protocol um, in, in the correct way. You know what I mean? Um, like, yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah, onboarding influencers or just yeah. people who who are going to get zapped uh, and and uh, and share share the protocol and the products with with everyone else with their audience. I think that's cool. the The zap splits idea is really neat too. If a client can say like, you know, do you want to give me? Do you want to donate one percent of your of your zaps? Uh, I think that makes sense too. Another model that I think yeah. really promising is. Um, charging for services. So like um, charging for social media clients, I think it's actually possible on Noster just because the culture is so different. But you know, like <laughs> Twitter charging for um, for the badges or even if they just charged for like features or something like that, um, there's, there's, that's always been pretty unpopular. Um, I think because uh, just like for a variety of reasons, um, not least of which that people are not super willing to pay for things that they don't need, especially like if we're going to into like a recession or depression here, um, people are not going to be excited about paying for social media. That's that's the first thing. That's the first bill they're not going to pay for. So anyway, um, the other model that I'm interested in is is uh, having services uh like third-party backend services charge. So charging for image uploads or like multiplexer saves you bandwidth. So having multiplexer charge for bandwidth uh, that the user uses, then, you know, you're basically, you're basically arbitraging uh, compute resources because you have to pay for storage and you have to pay for bandwidth as a service provider. And so saying like, we're just passing this along with a markup. Um, that seems promising to me too. And then it allows it allows users to not have to pay right out of the gate for social media, which is kind of like kind of a bad look, I think. Um, potentially, just you know, and how it's how it's perceived by end users uh, who aren't bought in to the culture and everything. Um, and then also, you know, a whole other thing is referrals. So um, if if third-party services like content recommendation engines or whatever can charge users for, for access to their service um, as, as like an add-on, then the client that integrates those things can get a referral fee, right? So if there's, um, if there's like a, a publisher that wants, wants their stuff and it's a, it's a subscribe only magazine, if I surface that publisher as like a recommended feed in Coracle and someone clicks on it and subscribes through Coracle, I can, I can report that click to the publisher and then they can give me a cut of the subscription that they, they gain. So you get basically, it's like an advertising model, except it's an advertising model that aligns with the interests of the users. So rather than inserting a bunch of like curated um, and targeted ads into people's feeds so that they'll click directly on the product, you know, your users are just looking for good recommendations for um, additional content or or whatever um, services that augment Nostra itself, and then 
Um, and then you can, they can pay for those. And then the client that brokered that connection can make a little bit. Obviously there's some like perverse incentives in there and it could go the wrong direction, but, um, but I think it's still, I think it's viable. Oh, yeah, 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 thanks. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, because you mentioned like advertisement. So it's not. Oh, wait, sorry, say, say that again. I, I, uh, I miss that. Sherry, um, if you're speaking, we can't hear you. She sounds very far, right? If you want, you can refresh your mic. Oh, here's another question. Like recently, I kind of feel Coral could become slower than before. Any potential reason? Oh, okay. Um, like, uh, when did you notice it gets slow? For around uh, two weeks, oh, or maybe one week, because time on Nostra is much more faster. Yeah, probably recently one week, one or two weeks. Okay, um, I I would guess it's it's a relay thing. It's hard to tell sometimes. Um, I did just release an update yesterday that uh, changes how feeds load, um, and I don't know I don't know if it's going to be faster or slower. Uh, it should be faster though. Uh, so maybe try again, and then if it's still slow, um, check on the quality of your relay connections, because um, uh, relays relays are really getting bombarded right now, and some of them are holding up pretty well, but um, but things do tend to slow down during busy times. Um, so yeah, it kind of just depends. Um, but performance is is something I've been struggling with for a long time if if any if any of you have used coracle like back in january or december it was basically unusable because my algorithm uh wasn't very good for loading feeds um <laughs> and so i don't want to do that again uh mess everything up by just making it impossibly slow so yeah let try it again and let me know send me a dm or something if it's still slow yeah, yeah definitely yeah do, do you want to share like how you do the fade things now like your latest update. Which things? Uh, like how, how you get all the feed. Like you, you mentioned you, you just update your algorithms, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I have this cursor abstraction. And of course, you know, you've got multiple relays that you're connecting to. So you basically create a cursor with all the relays and you say, you just give it a, um, a default uh, time delta to walk back in time. Um, and the reason you need to do that is sometimes relays will will give you events uh, out of order. So, you know, you'll just ask for give me the latest, get, give me 20 events with a limit. And the relay will be will be like, yeah, sure. Well, here's something from March. <laughs> and uh, that's that's pretty much unusable for the way people want their feeds. So you just have to drop that event. Um, so I'm using the window. Um, to sort of mitigate that. So like on the main follows feed, I just say, give me everything after six hours ago. And then um, the the update to my algorithm that I did this week was I'm paginating feeds uh, per relay. So before I was kind of doing this complicated heuristic where I was taking the 20th percentile of events uh, and dropping those and then taking the 80th percentile of events based on created time 
and uh, and kind of conservatively moving my window. And that worked pretty well, but I was pulling a lot of duplicate events all the time. And so it was really wasteful for bandwidth purposes. So um, so now I'm keeping track of the, the sliding window um, as far as like until and since uh, on a per relay basis. So if one relay has a ton of matches for my filter and it gives me 20 events in the last three minutes, and then another relay is a lot less less dense maybe it's like an archival node and it gives me one one event for the entire uh six hour um time span then i just won't ask that that uh slower relay or uh not slower less dense relay for any more events until the really dense relay uh hits the same window right so um i'll get like uh uh, 120 pages of events from relay A for every page from relay B. So now I'm not asking relay B, B for the same event over and over, basically. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I think it should, like theoretically, it should improve the performance. It should. If not performance, it'll improve bandwidth. And if not, bandwidth, <laughs> then at least it's kind of a cool algorithm that has a lot. Yeah. Can I can I choose like which relay I want to read from and which relay I want to write to on Coracle? Yeah, if you go to the relay settings, there's a toggle. So every relay that you like sort of join uh, is a read relay, uh, relay, but the orange button lets you turn off which ones you're writing to. And then uh, also, if you uh, when you create a note, uh, you can choose which relay you want to publish to for that individual note as well. Oh really? Oh, yeah. you added that feature now? Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, I spent uh, some time figuring out what the toggle means on the relay setting page. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so dumb. Um, I didn't know it means read and write. It's all buried and I designed the whole thing myself. So I'm not a UX designer. It's uh, uh so it's it's been a long evolution of that. Um but also if you reply if you reply to a note, Coracle will mix in your write relays with um with the, the relays where that note was where the, where the notes author publishes. Uh -huh, and so uh -huh. uh, if you use Coracle, I think authors are more likely to see replies. Um, I'm not sure how other clients use that, but that was kind of the whole NIP 65 gossip model thing a couple months back, uh -huh. was yeah. was making an effort to uh, to, to put notes yeah, in strategic yeah. places. Yeah. I really like in Coracle, you can show uh, which really you found this event. That's very cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was like that was one of the most important things I wanted to solve while I was working full time on Coracle is because like relays relays are what makes Nostra special, and uh, you know like Primal is a really nice client, but I I don't think it really uh, hues to the spirit of Coracle. I mean not Coracle uh, of Nostr, like because it abstracts over all the relays, and so it basically re-centralizes the user experience uh, on their servers which is fine. Um, and it's really cool to have an overview of the whole network. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to do basically the opposite. <laughs> Let me check. Oh, oh yeah. When I post a note, I can choose which really I want to publish to. Oh, but when I reply to others, no, I cannot choose. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I might add that. I, I don't want to add too much, too much, uh, stuff to the interface, but, um, mm -hmm. and it, it, it's, it's kind of smart 
So it automatically chooses a bunch of relays rather than uh, letting the end user choose. I wanted Corgle to be used too, so. <laughs> but yeah, do you think that would be important? Do you think do you think that would be important to be able to choose which relays a reply gets published to? Uh, if she doesn't want to answer, I'll answer because uh, yeah, I, I definitely do think so. Um, yeah, hell yeah, what the fuck, hell yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. if it's uh, if it's one of those like yeah. Oh, this one also has questions. Just I really I really use a lot of cargo. What what would that look like? Like uh, you know, you're replying to someone, and but you only want to send it to like a private relay or something like that. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. It's it, yeah. let's say it's a uh, that relay that this uh, that Jason is trying to make for not a bot. Um, let's say we that actually came out, you know, and I and I only want to reply to that. So uh -huh. yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah. I honestly think like there there should be more private relays for um for this specific like for us to have uh you know more like diverse like uh little communities of niches and stuff like that i don't know yeah 100 percent. i totally agree with that one thing i think we need for private relays is a better onboarding mechanism where you know you have a couple different options for how to get how to register with a private relay because right now it's all done through like dms or an external site and that's that's fine but it would be cool to be able to connect to a relay from within a client and then the relay issues an auth challenge and then the client says uh attempts it and then if it's denied it shows like a modal or pop-up and says this relay wants you to register in order to use it do you want to ignore that or do you want to go ahead and register you can register at this link or you can use this coupon code or you can enter your email or whatever um yeah because because uh you know the onboarding experience is just it's the hardest part of the whole thing. Uh, so smoothing that out would be, for private relays, would make it a lot more usable. I agree. Uh, shit, uh, this, thank you so much, Hotelbot. Like you've you've made this time go by so quickly uh, with your expertise. Uh, Dude, thank you for having me on. It's, it's fun to do my first nest. You you had yo say less. Oh man, I had a lot of fun as well. I'm glad you had fun, man. For real. I learned so much from you. This is great. This is fucking great. I appreciate you. Dude, I appreciate you. I hope you guys can survive the next uh what do you what do you got? Um eight <laughs> How many do we have time? I think it's like ten hours left, right? Ten hours, nice. Man, no no no, not ten. Uh we have eleven. 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 Yeah, man. Wait, wait actually? Yeah, oh, wow. this is our 13th. Uh, oh, God. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Hoddleboss, for being on. Like, so much of the tech stop went over my head, which is why I didn't ask much much of the questions and let Sleepy speak, because I'm less techy guy than he is. But it's yeah. absolutely amazing what you do. So it's totally. So have you on. Cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, man. Right? Can't wait to have you on next time, man. Uh, I hope you have a great weekend. And yeah, man, take care. Much love. You too.